You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. All right, so you're wondering, how do I listen to you guys live? How do I check it out? Well, good news. We stream every Wednesday, 9 p.m. over on Twitch. Nerddux, N-E-R-D-D-U-X, or Nerd to Know Media on YouTube or Twitch. That's how you're going to go to catch us. Hope to see you in the live chat. Broadcasting from the Blanchistan Center, this is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is Sparta! All your base are belong to us. It's a drop 9,000! That's the last Leave Benny alone! Leroy Dragons! The balls are inert. And now it begins. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Phoenix ninety two point five FM. Uh, I we are here with another uh, episode of Nerds No Basis, and we are joined by Bryn and Kian. Say hi, Yo. guys. How's it going? Hello. How's it going, lads? Uh, how's your week been? Uh, it was it was pretty good up until. Um, the yesterday, <laughs> and then you know, my one of my favorite shows of all time got cancelled. Uh, oh, yeah, Venture Brothers after seven seasons and seventeen years uh, in production, it is done. So unless, like, I've heard that there's like letter writing campaigns, and there is the hashtag Save Venture Brothers uh, on Twitter, where people are trying to just keep stuff going there it um it's 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 a really sad moment um like i started watching veteran brothers in 2009 and to uh, around 2009 and around then there was only three seasons that i could watch um and then the fourth season came out pretty soon afterwards if my memory serves correctly but from and from that point, I've just kind of like, it's just been one of those shows I've constantly just gone back and rewatched and like reabsorbed. And it, I mean, to me, to me, it's like, it, to me, it's one, it's not just one of the best animated shows that's ever been produced. It's one of the best shows, period, that's ever been made. Now, it's got a bit of a blemish on it now that it's not finished, but even still, I think there's like, um, there's enough merit in it that I would still recommend watching it. It's kind of now gone into, the cat into that uh, category of like untimely cancelled shows that uh, anthology list of like stuff like your fireflies, your deadwoods. So uh, would you say that there was just aspects of was it was it would have there been like a a long running narrative arc that's just been cut now? Yeah, yeah, and like I mean <laughs> some I mean like some of the most like mind blowing character development moves that have ever been committed to screen were in this show, like. um I don't know if I want to spoil anything for people who haven't seen it because, like, there really are things where you go, like, geez, that is a wild turn mm. for that character to go in. Um, but, like, it just, I mean, like, 
well, like to, without going into any specifics, like there's a uh, there's a fairly prominent um, supervillain in the show who becomes a murderous vigilante by the end by the time you get to season seven, which is amazing. <laughs> you also get like um, like you also just get things that are just like outstanding to see in the show. Like they have like uh, like they like they kind of do for they kind of do for super villains in this show what the tick did for super superheroes where it kind of satirizes them while also making them into like a more grounded kind of like you this is your city now you work in this city kind <laughs> of a uh, setup so like you've got you've got this like um you've got like the super villains uh, union like effectively a super villains union called the guild of calamitous intent <laughs> and, like uh, and it's just it's just brilliant like they basically assign you your supervillains so they assign you who you are arching from this point forward and it's yeah just, i can definitely see some tech overlap here yeah yeah, yeah it, it's it's very good and then you so, throw in like you throw in like a bunch of marvel references you throw in a bunch of johnny quest and scooby-doo references and it's it's just very very good so, so it's in satirizing superhero media. It basically made one of the best written superhero pieces. Oh of yeah, all yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. You know, again, similarly to the tech, to the tick. You know, it just it did such a good job of uh, satirizing it. It kind of it kind of revolutionized it a bit. And like the voice acting cast is mind blowing. Like they have uh, Patrick War- uh, Warburton, who's uh, known for doing a bunch of live action sitcoms. Sold. Uh, I'm in. He's also yeah, Joe in yeah, Family Cronk, Guy. Yeah, yeah, Kronk in uh, Emperor's New Groove, the best Disney film of all time. Uh, <laughs> Who also played the Tick? Yes, and uh, he plays a character called Brock Sampson, who is as amazing as that name would suggest. Um, and like, Bro- like Brock is basically billed as being the best man who has ever lived, and he just is. He's great. Brock's amazing, um, but like, you also have like. You've got guys like uh, Kevin Conroy playing a uh, uh, playing like a character who kind of like is a merger of like 1960s Batman and Superman, and oh. yeah, yeah, and um, it goes places too. I won't spoil it, um, but like you also have like um, oh, um, uh, the guy who played Lex Luthor in the 90s Superman show. I can't think of his. Clancy Brown. Yeah, Clancy Brown. Uh, Mr. Krabs? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. Clancy Brown. uh, You should pull Lex Luthor and not Mr. Krabs. (laughs) Because that's what I... Because I spent more time watching... He wants to make you work for it. (laughs) Because I spent more time watching watching Superman than I did more than anything else. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, the voice acting cast is unreal. I I highly, highly recommend the show. It's so... like. It's just got so many different layers of humor in it. It's brilliant. Um, but yeah, uh, it's a sad day for me <laughs> uh, to circle back around. Um, how was your weekend? Uh, good, good. Um, back to school sales in the shop are finally slowing down. I did discover, I won't, I forgot to put this in the plan, but I'll bring it up now. Yeah. I did discover a wonderful little show on Netflix called Staged. Have you heard of it? No. Nope. Okay, I don't know how this is bigger. It's Michael Sheen and David Tennant doing a drama on filmed on Zoom with their real life families involved, and it's about the two of them trying to rehearse a play 
but they're going insane because they're locked in their house. There's only six episodes. They're all 20 minutes long. And it's the funniest thing I've seen all year. It's great crack. That sounds every bit as good as... um... That like that reminds me of the uh, there was a show that got recommended to me recently, which was the mm. um, uh, where it was David Harbour's uh, based on David David Harbour's father uh, right. called Frankenstein's Monsters Monster. Monster. <laughs> um, oh, I did hear about that. Yeah, um, but unfortunately, I'm sure that staged actually does live up to its hype. Frankenstein's Monsters Monster did not. Uh, I have uh, questions, but I just want to uh, stress sure. one element in case it didn't come across in the thing. This is not Michael Sheen and David Tennant playing actors going to. They're playing themselves. <laughs> they're playing That's Michael awesome. Sheen and David Tennant, friends who are in Good Omens together. It's, and yeah. it just, and like their real life uh, wives and kids are in it. Like, you know, because Georgia Tennant is kind of yeah. famous on her own for being in Doctor Who and stuff. But like, um, and it's just, they're kind, they're kind of a Fraser and Niles dynamic. They're just <laughs> so competitive yeah. and so petty. Uh, but they're also going insane. Like Michael Sheen thinks that like the birds in the garden are after him. They both take turns to go into the garden to shout because they just oh, can't stand not being on film sets and just being in that. Like tenants can't hack teaching, so like he keeps finding excuses to like do odd jobs around the house. Like it's oh, just. Brilliant. You could knock all these out in one sitting, and we did. And I already want to watch it again. It's brought so much happiness into my week. That's, so somehow in, so like, good. what, the five months, we've already hit the peak of pastiche on Zoom calls media. <laughs> yeah, <basically. laughs> is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Yes, that's exactly it. And even just the way it's presented is lovely because they have, like, arguments over who should be first on the poster. So, like, David Tennant changes his name to back to David McDonald, so his name will be first alphabetically. And then when you watch the credits on the next episode, David Tennant has moved to the front. Like, it's just so many little details. It's just, I don't want to spoil too much, but it's just wonderful. Definitely check it out. It's on Netflix, like... I don't know why, but that sounds like a really good uh, companion piece to the... I don't know if either of you watched Jonathan Pye on YouTube. No, but, no, but uh, tell me about it. So, like, Jonathan Pye um, basically does like, this comedy series where, like, he's playing a news... It's like he's, like, a news reporter who's... But all you see is, like, the footage of him in between takes. So when... Uh, and, like, he's based in uh, the UK. So when they went into lockdown... His whole thing became like he was a roving reporter who's now suddenly in lockdown, and his thing just becomes really funny, like because um, he's the, like it's like basically him having arguments with, with uh, his coworkers on like, but like everything you're seeing is from his perspective, and it's him like having arguments with his coworkers or him fo- calling his mom because he is so bored and he doesn't know what else to do, and like you know he's like going like well it's like I'm sorry I'm sorry Tim I'm sorry that that my spare room is my son's is my son's bedroom that's completely empty because he's with my ex-wife and I don't, don't get to see him. I'm sorry that's too depressing for you, but that's the life I have. <laughs> it's so good. Give me the name of that again, just so I can look it up after Jonathan, this. Jonathan Pye. Oh, Jonathan yeah. Pye. He, he also did a great one during uh, earlier in the year when he could go outside again um, on the environment and it's brilliant because again he's playing like the character like jonathan pie isn't his real name but that's the character mm. the name of the character and it's just him go like him trying to do like 
him going off to locations to talk about like environmentalism, but it's him just being really miserable being there. He's like, why do I have to wear a wetsuit? Why do I have to get into the water? Like, you I'm know, getting like a so Carl Pilkington vibe off this. It sounds like Carl Pilkington, Pilkington, but good. Yeah, well, like, it's, you know, it, it's Carl Pilkington, but that's not his real name. And he wasn't yeah. always a moron. Is, you know, <laughs> at least there's like a knowing performative aspect to yeah. it. Oh, yeah. um, whereas like Carl, Pilk- Carl Pilkington is like taking someone taking an unfortunate soul and putting him in a situation that he never has to be in, you know, so. What, just life uh, in general, yeah, in his yeah, case? Just, yeah, like, you know, um, like, uh, true of us all, none of us has to be here, but here we are. Um, <laughs> but, uh, like, On the radio! Yeah. <laughs> Hi, kids. You're welcome! 5pm. <laughs> Is that the time slot? I thought it was later. Oh, no. God. Oh, no. No, no, no. This is on the way home from work, existentialism, Kev. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, it's on a Saturday. Um, you know, this is, this, is, this, is, this, is like, this is prime time, I think you'll find, for I, existential okay. information. I suppose if we're, if we're, if we're dredging into existentialism. Kian, I believe you started what you finished watching another Netflix show recently. Oh, goodness. Bryn, how familiar with you are you with Agretsu? Not very. Okay, you know what? I feel like because I was going to introduce this, but I realized it's heavy metal and (laughs) Japanese anime. Kev, this is like your Ah, baby. You take it. (laughs) So, Uh, Hang on, before before we get into it, so when we're talking heavy metal, are we talking animated movie heavy metal, or are we just talking the genre? Oh, oh, the genre. Oh, okay, cool. Just need to... It's important less to get the food, distinctions. Less food. Less food. Yes, of course, for our audience. Yes, of course. Really. Um, but yeah, Gretzko is a is an animated ser- is an anime series uh, being produced by Netflix that is be- well, it's being created by Sanrio, the company famous for making Hello Kitty, oh, and man. it is about it's about a red panda who just like works a day to day office job and just kind of go like just suffers all of the like just microaggressions that comes with working at an office job. But uh, her, her downtime hobby is blasting death metal in a karaoke bar. And, like, oh, I, I, uh, have seen the, I have seen this advertised to me. And when I Netflix. first heard mm. it, I was like, oh, this is, you know, a red pod is singing death metal. That's a fun thing. But the real hook of the show is just the two real struggles of a day-to-day work life. Yeah. That I'm just feeling that I am just empathizing through this red panda with. And like <laughs> it is both hilarious as a show, but also just the the most terrifying horror and te- like thriller of our modern age because uh you know it, it just deals with all the minor things of having you know, just small things like having a shitty boss and working late hours and yeah. you know, and relationship foibles. That's <laughs> I'm expecting to have an episode that's like just like the misery of uh, dating. And yeah. like, oh, more yeah. than one. Nail on the head. Oh, God. Like, oh, God. Yeah. Uh, need, I, need, I need that. <laughs> you know, um, that's oh, like, man. Yeah. Like, there is, there, is, there is a whole like three episode arc in the second season where, you know, she, she finally knows that she has a boyfriend, but then she realizes he has a wet blanket. <laughs> that's the arc. That's it. Oh, they break up. That's and it's like, oh, this is, oh, this is real. I've, I've, I've been in that situation. Oh yeah. God, oh no. Yeah. 
Oh, boo-hoo. I've been the wet blanket. <laughs> Look, I mean, we've all been the wet blanket at some point. Um, like, it, it does happen. Now, um, this, this, I will say, this season just starts jumping a shark a little bit when the main character joins an idol group. That's the... yeah. But it's mm. still very good. Yeah. Oh, well, you know. Uh, like, I mean, yes. mo- like most shows, to be fair, you know, like most shows will either get cut off too early or they, uh, they, or they just kind of like get to a point where they've just gotten a bit too ridiculous for their own good. It's just what happens. Well, um, it's yeah, but uh, am I pronouncing this right? Agretzko is that how it's pronounced? Uh, Agretzko, yeah. I've been pronouncing it Agretzko. Why mean, didn't like, someone tell me? Oh, I'm making an idiot of myself. Apples to apples, my guy. I'm not um, the one pronouncing. <laughs> uh, I think you mean it's Krabappels to Krabappels. <laughs> I can't top that pun. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's because we talk about kind of, it's kind of grounded, and in Series 3, it jumps a bit. But it stays tonally consistent, I'd say. It's ridiculous in the respect that they're all different animals who are very high-strung and animated. But it's grounded in the fact that all of the perils they face are fairly mundane. Would you consider that fair, Kev? Oh, absolutely. Like, it's, like... It being it being set in this anthropomorphized world is just literally a vehicle to get these things across. Because if you're because like otherwise dealing with these sorts of scenarios with a real life thing would just be a little less boring or a little more boring. Mm. But yeah. watching, but watching a, a hyena and a red panda dance around their effect for each other, that's entertaining. Yeah, yeah, and they use the animation. Sorry, I'll try to cut across your brain, but uh, they use the animation to really good effect. Like in this series. Is it the main guy is Haida? Is that his name? Yeah, Haida. Um, he has had a crush on the main character, Retzko, for a long time. And then he starts to fall for another woman. But, like, she's obviously not going to kind of... Well, not to give away too much, but he still has feelings for Retzko. And they to make it more sympathetic, the kind of girl left on the corner is literally like a Labrador. Like the most sympathetic oh, wow. breed of dog so before the plot even goes down, you're like, "Oh no, don't suffer." Yeah, yeah no, it's it is it is a wonderful show that I definitely just can recommend to anyone. It's also mm. really short. I think like each season's it's like 15 minute episodes. A season's two hours, best of oh, only wow. three of them. Awesome. So like it is incredibly bingeable. Mm. That's great. Uh, Netflix, yeah. Yeah. No, what I was gonna say was like I think that's one of the things that. Um, it seems to become it seems to be occurring more and more is that like um, a lot of like a lot of writers are realizing that they can use uh, they can use, especially with animated comedies they can use them to like tell like more normal stories in a much more believable but also kind of like like comedic or at least like just like a subtly comedic way like mm. uh, I don't know if either of you've seen the, the Harley Quinn show that came out oh yeah I, I've oh, been meaning like, to for ages yeah. it's, it's fantastic I, I'm less warm towards it but my oh, favorite yeah. my favorite thing in it by far is like my favorite character in it by far is Poison Ivy I think Poison Ivy is great she's just like because like she's just such a, like She's such a like a so like just like the epitome of someone in their late twenties who just has their life, who like who may not have their life together, but they certainly have their business together, and like she finds herself in a situation where she's attracted to a guy that she she's actually not very keen on, but she can't say no to him. 
And I just he's find just, that so he's enjoyable. She's too nice, and she feels like it'd be a lot to break it but, off to him. Yeah, but as well as that, she's also kind of going, but compared to every other supervillain that she knows, he's so head and shoulders the mm. better guy. <laughs> that, like, it, you know, it, it just makes it so endearing, and it makes it very, very funny, especially because, like, he's. He's so lame. <laughs> oh, he's a like, wang. He's such know, a wang. He's uh, a kite man. Who? Oh, it's kite man. man. I was about to ask. It's like just go I uh, to go off on it. I love this show. I love yeah. that show bits. It's like it's and it's just the way it plays with the DC universe. Yeah. Like they've Absolutely. turned Bane into a middle manager. It's wonderful. <laughs> I just, it, I also it, love that like no one listens to him, and he's like, <laughs> like he's like so thoroughly, like uh, I, I want to say like don't even say like ignored, but like people just don't even like really give him any legitimacy at all. Mm. He's just like, I just want to explode things, and they have him do like the, uh, they still they have him do the silly voice from the Dark Knight Rises, yeah. and it's just great. Um. Yeah. Like, but then it also has stuff in it. Um, like, one of the things I love about it as well, like one of the things I don't love about it mm. is how forced the swearing is. Well, I that's what I saw yeah. the trailer and that turned me off. It, yeah. yeah. I think like it's that they got free license to just kind of like, yeah. yeah, you got an R rating, just go nuts. Yeah. I mm. got over that pretty fast and just kind of learned to accept that as part and parcel. Yeah. It, it, it just never, it never got, it never got natural for me. Mm. Um, because it just seemed like they had characters sweared for the sake of swearing. Like, you know, um, I feel like it's one of those things where like from any, from anything I've ever written or for, for, from anything I've seen where I've like enjoyed the level of swearing in it, mm. I've always gone like, ah, you have to be very careful with it. Like, I mean, there's... Well, you have to be creative. Like the thick of it is like poetry and swearing. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. you can't, uh, like, a swear word will get a shock laugh now and yeah. again. Rick and Morty does it, certainly. But, like, you know, yeah. you have to actually have some artistry to it. Otherwise, yeah. you're just coming off like a sort of an edgy teen, you know? Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. See, like, to be in, in their defense, I swear like an edgy teen, and yeah. I swear like an edgy teen, and a sailor boiled together. So it kind of <laughs> just doesn't phase me. And mm. just the rapid fire pace of the show, I found it just like it, like, a joke doesn't linger in it. Yeah, nah, they're yeah, on to the yeah next absolutely. Before. Like that's definitely one of the strengths of the show is that it just does. Like, I mean, the the it's not that it doesn't have jokes; is that the jokes aren't like paramount to what mm. the show is doing. It's a it's very much like uh, it's very much like a DC Comics show with jokes in it. Yeah. Um, like it's um, but like I, again, just like the, the swearing is one of those things where I'm just not like I'm not mad about it. But like I mean, again, like there's like I will always say that there are always exceptions where like it does work. It's just the case of like I prefer the level of swearing though being something like South Park where it just feels like natural dialogue, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but then again, it's you know it just it just depends how they do it. Like if you're gonna have a character trait where someone just swears like a sailor, then that's fine because like yeah. That just works, you know. But, as long as, but as long as the swearing isn't a substitute for the jokes, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. No, like it's, it's definitely like the best characters in it yeah. don't have to rely on it. Like, oh, yeah. like, mm. like, like King, King Shark's Shark. great. King, King <laughs> Shark's great. Like, you know. he's just this—he's just this kind of mild-mannered, just kind of ghetto dude who's just yeah. also a shark. 
Or, yeah. or my favorite probably Clayface, who they've just turned into this British <laughs> thespian who's <laughs> constantly out for acting yeah, they've, roles, they've, they've which re- of course he is. Yeah, they've really leaned on the idea that Clayface loves acting. It's so good. It's wonderful. Like, um, yeah, no, I, again, I really, I do really, really enjoy it. Um, I've heard really mixed things about uh, Kaylee Kawako as Harley, but I, I really don't see the negative publicity of it i think she's fine like look i don't think she's like doing anything mind-blowing with the character or whatever but she's serviceable like I it's just it's it's just that it's not oh it's not is, tara strong or tara strong. um uh, who, i can't remember who played her originally but you know it's just not on that actually on that actually who's playing the joker do we know i, I don't actually remember it was uh, let me do a quick search for you um I like it's. I don't think it's anything. I don't think it's anyone major. And to be honest, it's not a standout performance, but it's serviceable. Like, he's a decent Joker. Yep. Like I mean, again, it's very much you just go. Yep, that's the Joker. Um, which I mean, to be fair, I mean like the if you've watched as much uh, of the um of the animated stuff as I have, like there are Joker performances and there are Joker performances, you know, like uh, the worst hands down being the one from Young Justice, which is just the less said about it, the better. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, go on. You got to tell us more. You can't just say it's that. It's just like, it's just very much a case of like, it's the only time I've ever heard a Joker performance when I went like, oh, that's, that's unusually bland. <laughs> and it, it's not helped by him having... How do you worst. make the Joker bland though? Like, I mean, like, he's the Joker. It, it, it's a like even of, Jared Leto, I wouldn't consider yeah. bland. Yeah, but Jared Leto doesn't play the Joker, so it's not in the conversation. Um, okay. <laughs> like, uh, to just allow me to shut that down very quickly. Um, when it comes, which to, is what they uh, said after seeing that Jared Leto was the Joker. There you go. Yeah, like um, when it comes to when it, like it's just a case of like it ha- he has re- like the Joker in Long Justice has like really bad lines as well. Hmm. Like there's a bit where. Like he's basically working with the Injustice Guild of America, and they're saying, um, and like uh, Poison Ivy's asking him, like, "Oh, can you handle this?" And he's like, "I have." It's like juggling, the, the, juggling this is like is it, no problem with me since I've had so much practice juggling my my uh, my multiple personalities. And it's just like, what does uh, that mean? Yeah, and it just it like nothing about it works. It's just. You're going that's, like, yeah, that's, that's like that's like one of those like boomer jokes you see on like with a minion next to it yeah. on Facebook. <laughs> you, you no no disrespect to boomers, but that's the kind of level we're pitching yeah. at. Like, <laughs> you know what it is, and this just popped into my mind. It's the exact same caliber of line as the infamous storm line from from the first X Men movie. What happens to the frogs when they get stu- uh, struck by lightning? Same thing as everyone else. <laughs> I am so frustrated with that line because I don't know why they don't just say they croak. Yeah. The joke is there. That's no, take that, was it. Some, that, that was somebody five o'clock dig. He just put down the pen. Like, Allegedly, yeah. that was Joss Whedon, though. I don't know how. No, that yeah. tracks. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I can't for the life of me. Maybe it's even just the delivery, though. Like, because, like, I mean. Sure, a really good comic actor can make any line funny. Yeah. Oh, and uh, like, yeah. Adam Alan uh, Tudyk is uh, Joker. Oh, it was Alan Tudyk. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm watching it now. I, I I'll literally watch anything I think, I think, that he did. I, I think 
it, it didn't like it did. I think I remember hearing that and it didn't. It didn't register. It didn't, it didn't register and it didn't use like the expectations of what you'd imagine Alec Judy is over, but like he's still good. He's, he's, not, also, he's also Clayface. So like, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, he's given, good on he's him. He's given one role as all. Yeah. <laughs> Can we can we just talk about Alan Tudyk for a sec? I love that he just like takes random things he clearly has fun with because he plays like yeah. background characters in Rick and Morty, yeah. and he's been in every Disney film recently, playing things like the chicken in Moana. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was strange. Like, like so they're like he's clearly just, obviously I'm sure there's good money for it, but he's clearly just like not taking projects where it's like you know Alan Tudyk as this. Sometimes it just takes something because it looks fun by all accounts. Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, I think he's definitely found, he's found a niche where he can occupy in that space. Mm. I think that's like where every actor aspires to hit. Yeah, but um, it's not somewhere like I mean, again, like he's not a name where he's like a household name just yet. Um, mm. I'm sure at some with the amount of with the amount of work that he does, it would not shock me if he gets to that point. Well, because... he was in Frozen. He's got that Frozen money for the rest of his <laughs> life. Yeah, he has that sweet Frozen money, uh, and that sweet made... Star Wars money. Don't forget about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, it makes up for the lack of Firefly money. So, like you know, uh... <laughs> oh, too soon. D- that yeah. serenity. It's, it's not too soon. Royalties aren't uh, aren't paying bills. <laughs> no. <laughs> they may have paid a bill, but you know, beyond that, who knows? Have you ever seen his audition tape for Serenity? Is or not Serenity oh, Firefly? No. It's literally him doing a little dinosaur thing. <laughs> he does in episode one. Oh wow! <laughs> Actually, I, I not to segue too far away, but we have the Firefly board game in our house, yeah. and for no other reason than just cause, whoever's turn it is gets to hold a dinosaur. Yeah, and then they pass it to whoever's next turn it is. It per- serves no function in the game, and the instructions just says because dinosaurs are fun. <laughs> Great stuff. You got to um, watch. Got to write one line of this board game. <laughs> uh, still no love for the man they call Jane. So <laughs> he got a whole town. <laughs> he did get a whole time and a really fun hat. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, yeah. there's there was well, there was, that's not the uh, the extent of the news this week because there was some pretty big uh, there was pretty big gaming news that came out across mm-hmm. the week actually. Uh, the first one we'll go back 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 in time to six odd days ago. That's far back. Um, Nintendo actually Nintendo came out with a couple of things this week, but the first big one was way back at the start of the week. They just dropped after people kind of like rumoring and hinting about like them having their you know their big e3 style direct that just didn't come and they had a bunch of third-party showcases finally a big nintendo first party showcase and it was a uh, mario's 35th anniversary which big deal okay that's a big time mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and there's a few little announcements like they announced a special edition of game and watch uh they announced the most interesting one is a uh mario battle royale yeah which what? is wild. Did you know? Did you just see this? It's, no. It's, it's, it's OG Super Mario. Uh, like they had the Nintendo Entertainment mm. System one, but with 35 other players. And it's basically like every time you can kill an enemy, it zips off to another player screen. Right. And it's, a, it's a last man standing sort of deal. Yeah. That's okay. Like, there, here we are, 2020. Mario's a Battle Royale now. Yeah. Where do you play that? Switch. Okay. Uh, I think it's coming out in like a month or so. Right. Um, and there was a few other things like they announced uh, 
uh, uh, Mario Kart toy where you yeah. can now play Mario. Like, they turned Mario Kart into an ARG. <laughs> oh, do you guys get to sit in it? No, no, like, it's in, it's a little uh, toy cart with Mario, and you build, like, you kind of run it around your room, build a little track, and then you race it. Which God, they've got millions of Mario things because we've got the Lego Mario in the shop now, and that's like it. you know, there was the pack with the three that's coming out that we presumably have all pre-ordered. And that's, that's that was and that was the last big announcement of this uh, this press conference is that yeah. they are re-releasing uh, Mario uh, sixty Mario sixty four Mario Galaxy and Mario uh, Sunshine for mm. the Switch. Uh, just ports of the three of them in a collection. Bang! There you go. Which is awesome. I think it's great. You know, they're really fun games that like mm-hmm. are awesome to have on Switch. Caveat number one: apparently, they're only releasing this physical or digital. And I mentioned this on 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 the Game Corner game. They're only releasing this until the end of March, which just seems for reasons bonkers to me. Because well, no, it worked because we we've all pre-ordered it now. I was going to pre-order the artificial it anyway. scarcity. <laughs> to be honest, I think I was going to pre-order it regardless because I've been ha- I've been had a hankering to play Sunshine for ages now. And now it's time for Star Wars. No, no. no. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, like, so that's the end like, of the show, guys. Thank you all for coming. <laughs> See you, bye. <laughs> um, hey, Dara. Hey, guys. What's up? Good, good. We're talking Mario. Yeah. Okay. Did you uh, sell all your Star Wars stuff? Where, where, where's this big blank white room like, from the Matrix the you're sitting in? Oh, so this is the studio. Check it out for all. This is great radio. Uh, yeah, this is. <laughs> <laughs> the one time we're not streaming. Absolutely. Absolutely. Imagine a white void. And that's quite listeners at home, and yeah. that's what Dara said. Imagine the with, scene with the architect with, from the Matrix yeah, with, with a single bit of soundproofed wall. No, no, there is any <laughs> one square, uh, two free, squares. Free of squares. Simplicity. Free squares. Please send in what you imagine the room looks like. <laughs> we will post all illustrations. <laughs> there will be a, st- a, st- a Steam code for the best. Uh, <laughs> There will be there will be a brave a browser download link for that. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, back back on track then. Yeah. Uh, so- Mario's good. Mario's great. We surrender our will. That's what this day, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the leader, Mario. The le- <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it's just it just baffles me why they're not they're they're pulling this thing at the end of March. Uh, the, the the one piece well, of conjecture- scarcity. They, they, love oh, they, love, they love it. They, they, they can't get enough of it, even though they know if they actually supplied it, it would still sell. Oh, um, I, like, it's ha- I've got caught on that so many times. I still can't track down a copy of the Bayonetta where you get the Bayonetta 2 with it. Like, the scarcity mm. is ridiculous. Like Nintendo, I, Nintendo are all about this uh, fake yeah. scarcity, though. That's mm. what they do. I remember they, working they, in GameStop when, they, uh, when the Nintendo Min- or the NES Mini came out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And like we like we had taken in eleven pre-orders for the NES Mini. Guess how many we got? Eight, five. We got. I think we got like three. <laughs> like Look, wild. The, the gym position <laughs> talked about this when yeah. it happened, and it was just like, yeah, that was kind of standard operating procedure, right? Yeah. Like, like the- well, I mean, if that's how the Nintendo Wii sold out once upon a time, wasn't it? That sort of furor over trying to get one and limited supplies and all that malarkey. Yeah. It, makes no, it, it makes no sense. Like People are going to buy Nintendo stuff anyway unless it's the Nintendo U or the Wii U. 
Yeah, yeah that's why the, the Wii U didn't suffer from this. That's yeah, that's <laughs> a lot. They learned. Um, they learned their lesson. <laughs> the, like the one thing, like the one piece of conjecture I, I've heard now is that because it seems, it seems weird to like to go to the hat to go to the trouble of porting this to the new system and only releasing for this long. So uh, people have been conjecting that maybe after the like after the end of March they'll pull the bundle, but then just start re- release them all at a slightly higher rate each. Here's That's what makes no, here's here's what makes no sense, right? On this. Why is there scarcity for digital product? No, that's it's it's that's literally just uh, demand. Like that's yeah, it's it's a drama pipe and demand. That's the only but thing see, that, makes that makes sense no that that makes no it, it's a digital product. Yeah, like, I know, it's, right? It's ridiculous. It's like it's it doesn't like, cost you anything. It doesn't cost you anything to produce. Yeah. It's just yeah. there. I don't yeah. again. That it boggles me. Yeah. Dara, I, dare I say that it makes me so damn mad. I might just get into a boat. Like <laughs> <laughs> I just I look for. We're gonna look, need some context here. Here's the thing, guys. Right? And sail the seven seas. Uh, exactly, ah. sail the seven seas. <laughs> allegedly for educational purposes. <laughs> Listen, don't support Nintendo. Boycott Nintendo. Yeah. Ha- hashtag boycott Nintendo. <laughs> oh no! But Nintendo, compared to literally every other game company on the planet, and probably the next one, Nintendo is so nice. This no, they're not. Aside. They're not. Ooh, they just pretend like they are. They're well, not nice. Wholesome. Wholesome. I look, I mean, all like, I know is, all I know is, is Sega wouldn't it, do this. Sega love you. Sega love uh, everybody. Dara, Sega couldn't do this. You stop. So the Dreamcast <laughs> is great. The Dreamcast is great. You stop. There's a Dreamcast is amazing. Sega could not do this. Sega, <laughs> Sega, 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 Sega does. Do. Sega does what Nintendo don't. There you go. Yeah, they make no, Sega can't games. do That's what it. Nintendo <laughs> does. <laughs> look, I'm like seven Switch games in, and I still haven't hit like, like some sort of nonsense DLC type thing. So I'm on Team Nintendo for that, if nothing else. Team, all, all I'll say to you on it is like, like Nintendo are as wholesome as uh, Disney are. Exactly. Once you start scratching beneath the surface, you see it's a cold heart. It's still a corporation. It, yeah. yeah it, you know, it. Again, I don't want to go back into the existential hole I dug first earlier, but you know, I oh, could, go on. Uh, Might as well. Like it's just it's very much a case of there is like underneath the veneer there are very grim working conditions for developers, which is a known thing. It yeah. isn't uh there have been numerous reports about how they do treat the staff that do make these games outside of like maybe you can say the directors for them who do get treated well and are set like and and to their credit are celebrated more mm. than any other developer site like i mean like people praise as uh, cd project red or at least they have been up until recently but i mean for the witcher game i don't know who directed it i couldn't tell you anyone who I couldn't tell you the name of who but did see, this, who did this, uh, sound the, or anything the, for it. This is the problem you know? with the the CD. Like, yeah, people were were okay with it until like the fifth pushback. Yeah, and now they're like, "Hey, where's the game?" So there yeah. is that no, kind people, of people were fine with it up until the fifth pushback, and then they also found out the multiplayer would have uh, would have microtransactions in it. Yeah, well, so, you got to support yourself like, somewhere, right? It's just... Well, the, the, surely you know, like CD Projekt Red has been saying for years that you should be able to support yourself on the base game and the paid DLC you give. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you know, like it's sixty at minimum. Euros, now it, it's going to be it's, it's going to be seventy. Like, yeah. yeah, it's going up. Like, yeah, with the the base game. Look, the solution to this is, lads, buy a Dreamcast. Just saying. <laughs> Yeah, buy a Dreamcast and just play games from 15 years ago. That's why not. Take a Ruga. 
Igaruga is still phenomenal, man. Just play Shenmue all day, every day. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, no, play Igaruga. That's pretty much what I play all the time. So play Legacy of Kane, Soul Reaver one. Why not? Over and over again. Absolutely, Sonic Adventure. Sonic Adventure Two. Crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi Two. Come on, list is endless. Sonic Adventure. Yeah. yeah. Anyone? Yeah. <laughs> you can get the you can get those those things that come in eggs and you can make them into Tamagotchis from your save yeah, cartridge. Shows the best part yeah. of that game. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about that haunted Sonic game. I was getting no, very worried no, there. No. Listen, all I'm saying is, you know, <laughs> Sega never did this. The Dreamcast never hurt anybody like this. So all they did is hurt themselves. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure somebody's thrown a Genesis at someone. I'm sure that hurt. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. but we're not talking about the Genesis. We're talking about the Dreamcast, the yeah. lovely, wholesome, glorious Dreamcast. <laughs> okay, now, uh, we'll just move away from your crusty Dreamcast and <laughs> move on. Uh, so, the other, okay, the other topic I was going to bring up was was more economics talk of the game industry. So I guess we're stuck yeah, in this rut. Yeah, pretty much. The one thing I was going to uh, just move on to as well was that I got uh, Dark Souls, uh, or not that I got a uh, Dead Cells. Keep getting them mixed up. Uh, Dead Cells for the Switch because it was on sale this week, which is a great game. Nice m- uh, mix of Souls like mechanics and the old Metroidvania. Uh, have any of you guys played it? And I have um, now. Yeah. I, I like. I really enjoyed it. It's a really, really fun game. I'm just not big on roguelikes on, yeah. on the on the kind of the, the progression by death kind of system. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so like, I got burnt out of it pretty fast. But that's a, that's just a personal taste of mine. I, Everything around it, though, yeah, really solid. <laughs> yeah. Like what? I, what I will say that is, I actually like a sucker bought initially on the PS4, and mm. within I want to say about two hours of playing it on the PS4. I said, you know what? This would be great on the Switch. Switch. <laughs> so I basically was just waiting to get it. I was waiting for you to say Dreamcast. No. <laughs> um, uh, hell no. Heavens no, Kim. That was one of the case. <laughs> but um, as soon as it got on the Switch, I was like, yeah, this is where it belongs. Because I, like, like, I always kind of feel like when I play it, I do get bored of it. That is, that's definitely uh, part of my experience with it. But you know what? I can just put it down and I can pick it up again. Like I kind of just play for like five, ten minutes at a time, kind of like it's just like it's just a way to kill time in between doing other stuff. You know what it sounds like? It sounds very much like I finally got around to playing Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, Mm -hmm. which is pretty much the same kind of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, like I haven't played Dead Cells yet, but I probably will give it a shot actually because I'm enjoying Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. So uh, yeah, yeah, like they're kind of fun, like the old kind of Castle um, Metroidvania kind of games. They're great. You can just bang them on, play them for twenty minutes. It's Mm. You know, it, it, it's like to playing that way. Like, it's, absolutely, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know, like not every game needs to be something that you play for a co- that's like a time sink for a couple of hours. Who has the time, man? That's why <laughs> yeah. I won't play Skyrim. That's I'm just like, it. I've gotten yeah. my, my most of my mileage out of Cuphead and like the yeah. Goose game recently because I can play them for ten minutes and then set it down. Like, yeah. you know, absolutely. Like, it's, it's, it's the reason know. why I installed Tetris on my phone. Like, Ooh. it's like I. That's why I won't play Skyrim because I'm like I haven't got time. I haven't got two weeks. Yeah, I have like five minutes. You know, that's about it. So it takes like, an hour to get to a dungeon, exactly, and then it takes two hours to do the dungeon, and then an hour to travel back. Like, like I've got a, I've got a save file on my Switch for uh, Hollow Knight that I've just been building over the past mm. like two years or something. Yeah. Just every once in a while, I'm like, I'll download Hollow Knight and play it for about four hours, and be like, 
that's enough of that now. It's just- <laughs> you know what we need? We need a second lockdown where the internet goes down. <laughs> so, so, then no. myself, so then myself and Bryn can get time off so we can, you know, yeah. play games. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll, the, the, like, that's, yeah, that sounds okay. great in cool. theory. Let's, let's, let's all go smash the internet. I'm in. Yeah. Quick, <laughs> smash the internet. I've <laughs> only got so many Doctor Who DVDs, though. I will go insane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can always watch them again, Keen. It's fine. Exactly. You That's know. true. Would we then just do this show over the phone? Like, what would happen? Well, it's not. Uh, look, we just call well, each the, other. Well, it's not like I'm. It's not like I'm sitting in a in a studio at the moment with many mics. Yes. But how will we find your house without the internet? Uh, uh, the, 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 the torches of Gondor that I have set outside, obviously. Yeah. Oh, the oh, torches have been lit. Darren, the Darren, please, oh God, don't set the studio on fire. <laughs> <laughs> the beacons have been lit. Oh, actually, to talk about non-nerdy things, do you hear that mad story about the gender reveal party that started oh, like a forest oh, yes. fire oh, in oh, California? Yeah. California's burning down <laughs> because they said a fuck Who thought? Oh. Who in California? I live so far away from California, and I know not to set fires there. Like... <laughs> Listen, just don't do it. It's a, it rains there very... Yeah. Unless you're in San like, Francisco. Like, it doesn't like, rain in California. It is always <laughs> perpetually on fire. Yeah, yeah. Like, not, like not, being, not being funny, but like... I mean, who looks at fireworks and goes, oh, this is, is going to turn out well. When well, you've, had, here, no fa- when you've look, had no training with listen, this Listen, I, I was watching uh, inter- well, Internet Today, uh, the, mm. the channel... Uh, and they were saying that this is thing that happens in America, where they just will do these gender reveal parties. Yep. Apparently, there's like uh, there was one where the husband kicked a bomb and blew up his uh, his the grandmother. I don't oh, know. Horse procedure. Yeah. Oh, it's like, what are you doing? Just tell them if it's a boy or a girl. Like, like you know. Uh, on. One of my oh, favorite videos, like one of my favorite short videos on the internet, is one of those gender reveal parties, and they've got it in like a big balloon. And so she goes to pop it and it like hits off a wall and goes flying up into the air and doesn't come back. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, oh, you just hear my no! <laughs> I boys a box. <laughs> Damn you, a box. <laughs> Unreal. Like, like, oh, like I mean, I, like, I get that, like, I get the, like, again, going through the whole thing of my girlfriend being pregnant, I do get the appeal of, uh, just like giving into the whims of being excited about having a kid mm. but like of all like doing a gender reveal party just seems like such a like the whole idea of it is that they don't know what the gender is it's been put down on a yeah. on a card by the doctor yeah and then like they've given it to someone to stick into a balloon or something and then it get like they find out when all their friends and family find out, which is a nice idea, to be fair. But I can't help but think, why can't that be done indoors? I can't help you know? thinking, like, why are there fireworks involved? Yeah, why are here's there why, fireworks in California? Like, here's what here's what you do, right? Or ring up Domino's or a cake place and go here, do it that way. No fireworks involved. Yeah. Write a script that tell that pops it up on your computer. Ring yeah. the news people, get them to do an announcement. There are ways to do it that don't involve burning down the yeah. state. You know, do you think this is like the new super sweet sixteen thing? Like do you remember the huge craze for those like back in the two thousands? This is uh, this, this is, is, this is on top of that. This is that, when that stuff still happens. You're just not being exposed to it anymore. Yeah, it's more normalized now until yeah. the recession hits and then we're all poor again. Yeah. Um, but like it, 
this is the this is the way people are now where like apparently every mundane thing in the world needs to be celebrated you know what i blame um which again hi to everyone at five o'clock uh in the afternoon on saturday (laughs) (laughs) i blame tiktok for this oh you'd have blamed vine if that was still around vine is vine did so much damage thanks to those dill holes who keep popping up I don't even know their name it takes a lot of creative energy to create and something with an arc in 8 seconds what's your man the Paul, Logan Paul that guy yeah. he's the reason that Vine's the reason he exists so Vine yeah. are in a circle of hell next to <laughs> you know he Vine. yeah exactly yeah. see what you're defending <laughs> yeah. you have to stand by that so yeah but, but, but Dara I would argue that all of that was worth it to see that uh, to see that when uh, Jake Paul announced that he want, that he could beat any wrestler hey. in the world that New he's Jack. His yeah. challenge was accepted by New Jack, who, if people haven't seen New Jack, I highly recommend watching the Vice documentary about New Jack him, is because very, New Jack is scary as New Jack is a very, very, very dangerous man who will yeah. le- legitimately cut you. Yeah, I would pay good money to watch that match. Oh, I want that much. to happen. I, New, it, it, although New Jack will kill him, so it, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm paying to watch ah, murder. Yeah, yeah, like murder. For paying for, for murder, murder. <laughs> I'm, pay, I'm paying for murder. It's a, it's yeah. a way of it's like a it's a it's a like I'm I'm happy to do that. It's you know <laughs> like I live it, by the sword, die by the sword. You know, <laughs> you know uh, again, I it's not something I, I don't want to condone violence. But if it if there is going to be if there if there's a way to get people that I really don't like to be in the same room as New Jack, you know, I think it's I think it's worth it. Like fair. You know. I don't think anyone's going to blame you, but yeah. yeah, New Jack is a scary, scary man. He, Which we talked is. about on the we talked about yeah. this on the rewind as well. Yeah. So he yeah, is, but he now. he does have a he does have a drag is successful drag queen for child. So that's you know that's surprising. <laughs> yeah, no, it's nice, <laughs> but so like you know, uh, moving on away from non New Jack discussion. <laughs> 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 Let's just take so, the conversation. Yeah. Was, the wasn't this originally about the economics of gaming or something? That we changed topics a while back. Like, like, uh, you know, that, was, that was ten. That was ten yeah. verbs ago. <laughs> so let's look at the show plan. What have we hit? What have we, we hit don't everything have now. one? It's been, it's been. I done. mean, I've got a topic. If you're fishing sure. for one, yeah, go for it. I'll keep this quick because I know that this is the Doctor Who thinks will be a regular segment on this show. But have you heard of the Time Lord Victorious project? No. No. I'll pitch it very briefly. This is a big, big multimedia thing that's happening in Doctor Who across radio plays, books, comics, uh, where basically they've created an alternate timeline where David Tennant's second version of himself went evil and now the earlier doctors have to stop him. And they've actually got David Tennant in to do it. So this is like a big multimedia crossover event that they've been hyping for months. And it's about to drop in about a week or two. And it's even got like escape rooms in the UK. And they're like doing an animated show on YouTube. Like this, I, I don't know if it's deliberate on the part of the Doctor Who people as like a kind of a way to win old fans back. Or if it's uh, everyone's locked in their homes, let's make a thing type thing because there's no series this year. But is it unrealistic my, my, to think a little bit of both? Could so my, be. So my question is, like, well, like with all these things, hmm. will this affect the show? I don't know. Is my honest answer. I currently I doubt it, but if it's if it gets successful enough, I can't imagine they wouldn't have it tie in. Because, you know, any excuse to get David Tennant back, like, you know. Look, 
Look, I know you like Jody, but loads of people don't. And to be fair, I have no opinion because I stopped watching once Matt Smith left. But mm. I would watch again if David Tennant came back as the Doctor and that was what they did for the facility. Well, then, I think you are a David Tennanty person. The precedent is that, do you remember the one of his last episodes where he went to Mars and accidentally muddled with history and got yes. too big for his shoes? Yes. So the premise of this is that rather than like immediately feeling bad about it, he just this is the start of him going full on evil and like well, rewriting no. the universe and recreating Time Lord society, and the eighth and ninth Doctor have to stop him basically. You know, you know what this sounds like? This sounds like um, I don't know if you guys read the Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. No, but I want to hear about it. Oh, sorry, Shattered Grid. Um, it's the same kind of thing. It's like uh, Tommy goes evil, like it, it, and then he ends up going through all different times to um to get different Power Rangers to basically um, rebuild this tyrannical totalitarian society and it's up to the Power Rangers to go and stop them but they're all different Power Rangers from different times it's actually pretty cool um, oh so it's kind of a Spider-Man multiverse type thing to it no it's exactly what you said but it's uh, okay. just they got the, the, the grid itself the morphing grid they go through and that stops them off at different times to pick up different people um, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's, 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 wait, isn't that the basis for the new fighting game they have as well, the mode? Yeah, that's what yeah. it's based on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I heard about it. I knew, I knew it rang a bell. But uh, Kyle Higgins wrote the comic, and it's actually phenomenal if you haven't read it. The Power Rangers comics in general are actually really good, like super good. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised. Comics, comics of things like that tends to be excellent. Like even I heard great things about like. The female Ghostbusters reboot had like a brilliant like dark horse comic line. Like it's really? always a shame that like yeah apparently like and it's always a shame that there's like these sort of properties which at the top level are usually run by people who just want to do the nostalgia thing. But then like in the likes of the comics and novels and whatever, it's by people who really really care. I'm sure you know that from Star Wars, Dara. Yeah, well. Good news about that is Kathleen Kennedy looks like she's out the window and they're going to like reboot the entire thing. So I I I want to believe you this time. I've got no stake in this race, but I just I feel like every time I open my phone, someone on YouTube is telling me today's the day that she's gone. And this has been going on for like three years now. People have been saying that specifically Dara's been saying that since like the, the Last Jedi. Hold so. on, I like The Last Jedi. Yeah, no, but you've been saying it since then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because it doesn't stop it from being less true. Yeah. You know? But, just... you know, like, it's it's one of those things, Dara, where like, you've been saying it like nearly hold non-stop on, since on. then. Can, can I, can I just bring, can I just <laughs> reference? Bryn, who was right about Sting coming to the WWE? Yeah, but like there over time, dude. There like you, you were, you were saying, you, you said, you were saying, like you were saying that he was coming to WWE <laughs> once a year for every year before he came there. Like, yeah, and it this is this is more oh. akin to a broken clock is right twice a day than it is to you being right. <laughs> like, Look, spin it whatever way you want, guys. But so far, I'm, you know, I'm this, this is like someone being proud that the sun set and they said they predicted <laughs> it. Like, it's just like. To be fair, it did. Yeah, it did. So, look, a win is a win, and I'm on the board. So <laughs> okay. It's gonna happen. But no, uh, Ken, I'm actually like pretty excited about that premise. I think it's, I would love it to be mm. more than just that. But you know, I would say, given, well, like, I would yeah, say, given that it is an animated thing, I think more people would give it a chance to watch it because it's animation, and if they pop it up on the BBC. Player-
check out the rest of Rewind here on Phoenix 92.5 FM every Tuesday at 8pm to 9pm and of course over on NerdToKnowMedia.com the only wrestling podcast by wrestling fans who don't hate wrestling we'll see you then Welcome to Overtime here on Nerd2NoMedia animation and if they pop it up on the BBC player that'd be class well it's not just animation it's all the platforms all the books all the comics all the audios they're doing an anime they've announced an animated show today so I don't know how far this is going to go but the problem with Doctor Who is that there are so many branches to it a bit like Star Wars in that way where it's hard to kind of get them all to coalesce so if this is like a this project is only going to run until January as far as I know so it'll be nice while there's no TV, Doctor Who, whatever, to just have this thing, have a beginning, middle, and end, and have everything that comes out just feed into it, just for a little while. Sorry, go on. Sorry, no, now that Keen mentioned it, have they done many Doctor Who animated things? Because I, that's I don't I've think so. Never I've never seen, seen that before. No, no, no. The only animated things is sometimes episodes from the past have gone missing. Yeah, and they've, they've animated, animated because they don't have the film footage. But no, I, uh, as far as I know, this is all going up on the YouTube channel. So it's probably going to be decidedly small. But it's, okay. that's just another example of like every single aspect of the franchise is just pooling into this one thing. It'd be like if like you know a Star Wars film was coming out and every single book and cartoon was all in and around the same time period of that film, and they all just kind of which they should do, but they don't for reasons. Uh, Dara, you're cut. Yeah. Let's... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I criticize Star Wars and his mic broke. Yeah, basically. I think that that's exactly what's <laughs> happened here because he is trying to speak. And... <laughs> oh, no, he's, now he's glaring. Oh, no, can you guys hear me? Oh, yeah, no, okay, you're back. Okay. It sounds like you've gone very can... far away. Yeah. Anyway, what I was saying... Is it was... possible to be louder? No, no, you've gone the other uh, way. the wrong way. You've gone the wrong way. Go to the light. Oh, we're just gonna have to deal with it. Sure. Um, <laughs> look, the thing about Star Wars is the Disney Star Wars. They tried that, but it failed because there's no one riding the ship. They just make shit up as they yeah, go along. Yeah, yeah. So mm. it's their own fault. It's um, the Abrams way. Exactly. Yeah. Just oh, just throw stuff at the wall and see what happens. And it's like, yeah, yeah no one likes yeah, it this. Wor- it worked for my Star Trek films. So it will work here. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Apparently, actually, get to go into the Abrams stuff for a minute. Like uh, Daisy Ridley did an interview with your man who is the voice of Olaf. He's in every Disney thing nowadays. I just can't oh, remember yeah. his name at the moment. Yeah, yeah. But basically, she just full on admitted that, like, even during the Rise of Skywalker, they kept changing their minds about who her family was. Yeah, like, supposed it was to be a Kenobi. Supposed- yeah, it was supposed to be a Kenobi. And then there was a Palpatine, and then J.J. Abrams went, that's a bit silly, we're going to walk it back. And then it was something else, and then it went back to being a Palpatine. So, like, she was, like, filming the film, not knowing what to react to, you know what I mean? My heart goes out to her, like... The Mm. Kenobi stuff made so much more sense, and they could have done a lot more with it. But luckily enough, we'll have this wipe soon, and then we don't have to think about it. And then we can yep. just look at those nice pictures of Daisy Ridley, and then that's it. And then we never have to think about her either again. Hey, so, remember when? Uh, remember when they announced crucial plot points of of uh, Red Skywalker in Fortnite? On Fortnite, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like that was stupid. That's <laughs> a like, good job. I just have this image of Dara trying to get into Fortnite and just not working. 
That's exactly why I, I was on I Fortnite. I need to know. I couldn't do it. I wouldn't let me on. I, got pa- I couldn't get past Just like the second shaking menu. down 11-year-old. Tell me. What happened? I couldn't, get, I, couldn't get, I couldn't get past the menu. It's so confusing. Why did they define it? Oh, the opening. Lobby. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst lobby ever. It's like this lobby filled with Michael transa- uh, microtransactions, and you're like, what is this? Where's the game? How am much I, better am I would the touch? Yeah. No, what? it's the developers who are wrong. <laughs> I want them to re-edit the episode nine opening titles to include a link to Fortnite, like just in like the blue <laughs> odd writing that you no, have to just, click when it comes on screen. No, it's just Palpatine flossing for about a minute and a half. <laughs> I'm just looking for the, it was just like referenced as like a footnote at the end of the credits. Like, <laughs> would you put that little star down the bottom, yeah. like you know? Oh Not man! Bad. All I know is that's when we should have known that the ship was done because it's like <laughs> Fortnite. I don't get it. The kids, mm. you know, back in my day, we went outside or we didn't. We just played a decent game yeah. like Kotor. No. Well, What's wrong? What happened? You know, what I happened? don't know what oh, generation you're from, Darren. I didn't go outside. No, yeah. I went Dar- outside. Darren, you, know, oh, you, no, you went outside. You saw that it was terrible outside, and then you went back inside and started hacking your Xbox. Exactly. So, like, yeah, <laughs> like a normal kid. Anyway, <laughs> your Dreamcast and going to sleep. You know, you know what happened? The kids didn't have a Dreamcast. That's what happened. They got everything handed to them. The kids did have a Dreamcast. We're the kids. No, no one had a Dreamcast. I have two Dreamcasts. I'll have you know, sir. Isn't it just? Just as well that Katie and Lisa weren't on oh, this one. This is manic. Just to close off on a little, little bit of news, because I just stumbled across another thing. Uh, while is we it about Fortnite? Because it better not be. It, it's please, not about Fortnite. Please let it be. <laughs> so, well, so, I'm going to look up the latest Fortnite news. Do. Oh, uh, I got it ready. Didn't <laughs> Fortnite go to war with like Google Shop or something like that? They no, that was... Hold on. Actually, no, that was... Uh, actually, no, they did, yeah, they did because yeah. of um, the, the pay V-Bucks they were, thing. Yeah, they were trying to get yeah. out the skirt the, the yeah. price they have to pay to Google and Apple. I um, mean, I know I, I, I learned this from a gym physician. I know that, like, you know, he's kind of, like, slightly opinionated in his kind of reporting. Is he, is he slightly, slightly, slightly. You know, but still, I just—it's hilarious that they compared themselves to 1984. Well, see, yeah. multi-million-dollar well, company. That like, was a reference to an ad that Apple didn't. It yeah. Oh, I get is, it. Yeah. I know the ads, but yeah. like you know, it's. It's yeah. like we're going back to the Nintendo being wholesome thing. It's can like, I, oh, can I, can are I just... we really at the level where like a multi-million dollar company is supposed to be the underdog here? Can I just yeah. say one thing about Fortnite before we move on, right? Now, obviously, yes. Bryn, you're, you're, you're expecting a kid and Keen, you have a kid. And I'm thinking, right, one day, if hopefully I have kids or whatever, I'm just like, they're not going near that internet. They're not going near that stuff. Because if I had to deal with Fortnite, every computer I have has gone out the window. Mm-hmm. And they'll, and you know what, they'll have an original Xbox and like it, well, and that's what's um, going to happen. Dara, I've come up with a perfect solution to that problem. What? They're going to, their, their uh, main way of doing computing and gaming is going to be on Linux, and Fortnite oh, doesn't brilliant. run on it. So that's it. There we go. That's fine. And uh, what, uh, that better again. Yeah, I've so got for for the dads to be and the dads to be in the future. I've I've two words for you: baby mm-hmm. TV. Two extra yeah. words on YouTube. It's going to save your life and then it's going to ruin your life because it's like, you know, crack for babies. And now we can't watch TV without her wanting it. She cries when it's not on. Wait, you're telling me the crack for babies isn't just crack? 
Yeah, throw a cup or two. I I haven't done the research. Not not, not even the babies can have crack anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what a, oh, what health and safety like gone mad. Anyway, anyway, the one thing I wanted to close up on was um. So there's it looks like there might be a bit of a coup when it comes to streaming for uh, streaming anime. Because, oh. yeah, because the likes of Toei Animation and uh, Kodansha, I sure hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, and a bunch Defer of other, to our experts. Uh, and other uh, content providers oh, have is this banded the... together, and they're looking to start a YouTube the, I wanted... channel. I actually, you know, I, I wanted to bring this up a couple of weeks ago, but it just never got the yeah. chance to. I did hear this, and it's fascinating. Yeah. What it is, it's, it's, it's preservation. That, that's what they're kind of shooting for. Now, from what I could actually did kind of find doing my research for this, they're mostly going to be uploading shows, like older shows, like 70s, 80s stuff. Stuff that, like, you know, won't be getting the hits. And, like, yeah. not even the big stuff. So, like, it's, it's a lot of kind of, like, preserving their back catalog that they know that nobody's really looking for. But it's such a fascinating thing. And, like, it's entirely free. Yeah. So is this going to be kind of like their attempt at doing, like, a public domain kind yeah, of? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Like, as well, like, it's... it's it's pretty like it's Helm- most of the major uh, Helm- publishers Helm- on Helm- in Japan. How much tentacle will be there? That's the thing that you know. It, again, know. it's the seventies. It wasn't quite there yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Because it's yeah, just like... you have to wait till the nineties to get the tentacle. Really, you know. Right. Was that a request yeah. for information oh. or a request for content? <laughs> Was it both? <laughs> Why <laughs> like, not both? What you're like this YouTube channel? You're staring down a pre-Akira world. That's. <laughs> Ah, there you go. Um, well, you yeah, know, like I would say that's that's cool though that it is that kind of like archive stuff because that's people, that's what you need, right? Yeah. Mm. I mean, there's an argument to be made that like that should be what all of the like all animate all like all studios, animated or otherwise, should be doing. Yeah, you know, like exactly. Yeah. It's, I mean, like it it is one of those things where like I would like. I would love if the likes of Warner Brothers and MGM put Tom and Jerry and the Looney Tunes straight onto YouTube and you know left them in an un, in an unedited format because that mm. would be great. Yeah. And like, or even Disney putting up their old Disney uh, stuff on the floor. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. just doing their animated shorts would be great. But that you know, like again, that's Disney. So, but here's the know. thing, right? Think about this, right? So WWE have a free subscription service, right, on the network where they put up certain content. Yeah. That's not bad. Like they have obviously their old stuff where you'd pay like eleven bucks a month yeah. for it, right? Um, that would be cool if you have a tiered system, you know, where each, everyone setting up their own streaming service had like a free tier, and your free tier would be stuff from years ago. Kind of the way That's, like Spotify has a free tier. Absolutely, but like yeah. WWE specifically have certain things that you can watch for free, and there's a bunch of content mm-hmm. there as well. I think that's kind of a decent approach where content that you're not going to you're going to enjoy but it's not something that's going to take away from your your margin like yeah. an anime from the 70s yeah, like nobody, no, yeah no no one's going to be like really you know that's not going to yeah. hurt anyone's bottom dollar really it's like it's, it's, it's worth more as a free advertisement than Absolutely. it is trying yeah. to license it and, and that's yeah. what WWE use their free content for you know as as like a way for you to buy the show or by the by the yeah, service. There's, there's definitely an argument. There's definitely an argument to that. Like I because w- again, like it's you know, especially when we're getting to a point now where we're really seeing things kind of go back to the way they were pre pre Netflix. 
Well, yeah, like I mean, yeah. pre pre the disruption that was Netflix, mm. where you know you had to where like everything was on different subscription packages, and like you know if you signed up for a specific net for a specific uh, broadband network, you get certain things free or like you know. Yeah, so look, this is the thing. You know, there were, we talked about this a couple of times before, where yeah. uh, sailing the high seas was made irrelevant because everything yeah. was so quick. Now that they've messed that up. Sailing the high seas, you know, for theoretical purposes, you know, is well, yeah, no, kind of talking, talking in the in terms of the market. It is now just trying to like, it's pretty much it's a constant kind of race now to just out bet the pirates. Just exactly, that's the thing. How to make the market more convenient than actually just stealing? Well, look, look, look what happened with Mulan this week. Mulan was the most. Was we did we talk about this? Did we talk about this at all, or we did? We, no, we no, no, no. We but the, the news, the news about uh, Mulan, we could not have talked about because the story only broke yesterday. Oh, right. just, it's the okay. most heavily downloaded thing in the last in the last seven days. Well, here's the thing: don't buy it, don't support it because no, it's horrific. When I say download, I mean illegally downloaded. Oh no, absolutely. Uh, like, here's the thing: do not buy it, blacklist <laughs> it, steal it, guys, because that whole that whole thing was filmed in a con- yeah. next to a concentration camp. So it's yeah. like, yeah, man, don't but support it. I do mean, not support it. Wait, what? Yeah, I've heard, the, a, I've heard a lot of stuff about this movie. Okay, that's so, a new one. Right, so for anyone that doesn't know, the CPC have literal concentration camps for uh, they're called oh, them for Muslims. For Muslims, oh, yes. Oh yeah. And where Mulan was shot is in that same district yeah. where the concentration camps are. And in the credits of the movie, guess who they thank? <laughs> People's Republic. No, well, obviously, but they also thank the governors of that district. So it's literally God, like yeah. them thanking, uh, you know, the Gulag administrators yeah, yeah. or, or you know, the, the the Nazis or something like that. It's like yeah, this looks bad <laughs> already. It doesn't so, help that yeah, like, doesn't the lead help. actress has come out as a supporter of the Hong Kong police yeah. force. Yeah, so yeah. it's like yikes! Yeah. A yeah. whole bunch of yikes, guys. Whole yeah. bunch of yikes. But this is the question because I've been talking to uh, with my family about this for a week about the actor coming out in favor of the like kind of oppressive regime and that kind of stuff. But like, which poison do you pick as far as a Mulan live action? Do you whitewash it with American actors, or do you get uh, actors of Asian descent with their own the problem possible the pro- possibly problem. problematic beliefs and all that kind of no, stuff? You know, Kane. The problem wasn't that at all. Like, no, I, uh, no, the problem was not. The problem with this is it's the fact that what the CPC are it, doing. It's more that it's propaganda. And it's propaganda. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, like, that's it's, the problem. It's so so, they, so they're using Disney well. as the platform for yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And Disney are pandering white... to the market, yeah. Yeah. to the, the Chinese market. The choice isn't the white like, yeah. Mulan or a propaganda Mulan. The choice is the propaganda Mulan or no Mulan. Yeah. No, hold on. Hold, I, on. hold yeah. on. For for me, the choice is... The Mulan was there. It was made in 1998. <laughs> yeah. It was great. What was wrong yeah. with it? It was fine. Yeah. Can we? Just, you know? I know. I, I know. I just joke a lot, but can we splash that across like the Disney Plus page? Like the Mulan was there with like a picture of Dara pointing to the animated like yeah. Eddie Murphy or something. It was fine the way it was. It had great songs. Yeah. It had great jokes. It was entertaining. It told a great story, a very empowering story for women too, that they can go and do what they want based on their own. You're one now in this mill as a magical chi person. You're like, what are you talking oh, about? Yeah, Nicholas carry on. It makes they, no sense. They've, and I've seen interviews of the director saying it's not a superhero movie. But I, it, is. I, I, it's, <laughs> it was lovely. I think IGN or one of those sites did like a behind the scenes type thing, and they literally edited it together where the director said like. You know, we're not doing superhero. We're not using wire work 
put over footage of the Mulan actor doing wire work. <laughs> it's, almost, it's almost like you expected some consistency and clarity from yeah. the DPC. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. This whole movie is propaganda. Dara, who would have th- thought a dictatorship, not being honest? Right? It's <laughs> never would have seen that coming. Never would have seen that coming. Um, yeah, but seriously, guys, you know, steal the movie. Uh, and uh, yeah. So or maybe just don't watch it. I mean, or don't watch it, or yeah. or steal it a couple of times and hand it yeah. out to people. Just, just remember, guys, China bad. China, China bad. bad. Yeah, but no, you know. no, China okay. CPC bad. Chinese yeah. people. Are yes, great. that's fair. Oh, no. yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the Chinese, are, go- the, yeah, the Chinese yeah, government the, bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So the, the yeah. Chinese people are great, but yeah. that CPC man, like. Yeah. They come out every week with something new. Yeah. <laughs> every week with something new and horrible. Are you yeah. subscribed to their newsletter? Like what's the? <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. Every Thursday, something new. <laughs> but Disney are just serving this one on a plate, man, and it's been you know yeah. like everything but you like, break it down, it's just more and more problematic. I would have thought you'd have had a bigger stake in this because they've been gearing Star Wars towards the Chinese market. Well, here's the, funny, like, here's the funny thing about yeah. it, right? So Disney come out and they're like, oh, we're so progressive and tolerant. And then John Piega, they hide him in the background because... Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or like that gay kiss <laughs> in the end of Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, it's like some consistency, guys. Come on. Yeah. Like, be consistent. Yeah, yeah. like it, it's, just, it, it's just, it's very... I mean, this is one of those things where it's become very irritating, especially because Disney are probably the most aggressive about uh, courting favor with the mm. Chinese government. They're like the yeah. WWE, but, it's Absolutely. but instead of Saudi Arabia, it's China. It's so, China. Yeah. And like, it, you know, it's one of those things where like once, once you notice it, it's very hard to ignore it. Absolutely. Mm. Um, but and like, look, it, look, it makes sense from a business perspective. It's, one, it's probably the biggest market in the world. Mm. But... The thing about it is, I would have no problem with it if it wasn't so two-faced. Disney are like, oh, look how progressive we are. Look how great. Yeah. And then at the exact same time, mm. they do the complete opposite. And it's like, guys, we're not stupid. Like, no. which is it? Like, <laughs> which is it, you know? I uh, mean, at least at least kind of when Doctor Who stuck to its guns, because they've sold Doctor Who over there, and like there was a scandal over, I think the censors tried to remove a kiss between... The lizard woman and her girlfriend from the Paternoster gang, and the BBC like stood their ground and went, "No, no, 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 no! You're keeping it in, or you're not getting it." Yeah. Like you'd never get that integrity from Disney, like you know. And I'm not like, the BBC I'd, is I'd perfect argue, by I'd, any I'd, means, I'd, but at least argue, stood by the art, like you know. I'd argue you wouldn't get that from an American company. No, probably not. Even so, like what Brin said about the WWE, you know, they did a they did a blood deal with um, yeah. Saudi well, Arabia. Where it's literally their show in Saudi Arabia twice a year is literally a propaganda piece for I mean, like, you don't, government. You don't even Again, have to look Saudi that. Arabia, Saudi Arabian people, great. Saudi yeah. Arabian government, yeah. uh, government, terrible. Same thing. It's yeah. it's like we well we can make, we, we can make the we can make the blanket statement of people good, their rulers bad. Absolutely, you know, Libertarian like, Party for the win. What's, that's still not going to get rid of rulers, though. Sorry to tell you that. Yeah, um, I know, I know. But know that's the like, dream. I ran. T- you know, we need no, to read the fountainhead more. Anyway, well, on. you're getting more into you know uh, an anarcho capitalist anarcho capitalist society, which would be terrible. So, like, well, you know, do you remember an hour ago when we were talking about pandas? Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, but like, even still, like the like, I think it's very easy to get very fed up with mm. a lot of these companies. But like, at, yeah. the, at the end of the day, like, it's you know, at the end of the day, like, you just have to like, if you find something that you enjoy watching 
just ignore whatever it is that might make you sad about it's, it. It's, like, very, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a, it's a lot easier to enjoy a game if you're not if you're not if you're not thinking about how people spend a hundred hours a week working on it. Like I, I think I think the problem is with this, and we kind of touched on it, we danced around it. It's the fact that when we play a game where it has like heavy hour of crunches or, yeah. you know, if it's made somewhere it's bad or whatever, the fact that, or even, you know, clothes that people wear, yeah. you know, it's made in a sweatshop or something like that. Right. Yeah, but it's even the pollution it, that goes into clothes. Too, absolutely. You know? absolutely. But what I, what I mean is it's like, there's a difference between consuming the product and that's it. But what Disney and these companies are doing is they're like, look how great we are. Mm. At the same time that they're doing yeah. the thing that they're saying not to do, and it's it's this cosmic dissonance yeah. where you're like, "Am I supposed to feel bad or good? What is it?" Mm. You know, and that's kind of what is it's even like, about it. It's like even with the ads you see from Coca Cola, you know, where they're saying like, "Oh, you know, we're going to be better together." And you go like, "Oh yeah," but then you remember all the terrible things they've done, and yeah. you just go like, mm, "Yeah, I can't, <laughs> I can't with this anymore," you know. But definitely look, but. You know, the, the Mulan movie, it goes back to what it takes with the live action stuff. Unnecessary at the best of times, propaganda mm. piece at the worst. So, yeah. so far, there hasn't been a good one, with the exception of Emma Watson in the Beauty and the Beast. And but not because Beauty she's and the Beast was a yeah. pretty bad film. Listen to me. I said Emma Watson with the sound off. Yeah. So I, I'll, def- I'll defend Christopher Robin. Um, I wouldn't consider it a remake. But it's its own kind of movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm holding out hope. For just the nugget of turd that is going to be the Hercules, Hercules? remake. Yeah, oh, no. I'm excited. Bye, bye. So Hercules on a roll. They, they need to have the songs. It, Removing the songs just kills the movie anyway. I, I, I said this before. I, I said this before. There's two things that this Hercules movie needs, and if they're not there, I'm not watching it. Songs and yep. James Woods, and if yep. they aren't there, the movies the the movie's not worth watching. Well, look, even the Mulan thing before all the horrible <laughs> stuff came out, they took away the songs, and the songs are <laughs> the best part of it. You know, let's yeah. get like, the they, they took the Hans. They that took away the dragon. It. They took yeah. away the dragons, and they took away the songs, the best yeah. bits of the film. That's like the heart has gone out of the movie. So what's the point? You know? like doing Aladdin without the genie, right? You know, mm-hmm. and well, you know, say what you want about that. At least they went a different way with it. Yep. It was the good way. I mean, but it wasn't like, a bad way either. But hey, look, they they tried their best, but it didn't work. You know, exactly. Like, yeah. is, <laughs> like, but see, we're talking about this like these Disney remakes are failing. They are succeeding oh, at what yeah. they are trying to be. Do you know Keen, what I mean? You can, Keen, you can yeah. fa- in, in, in business, people fail up. Yep. Well, it, yeah, but they're. Their artistic merits are very low, but as yeah. business ventures, they are paying off in huge yeah. dividends. Absolutely. So did the Transformers films. So, yeah. like, like yeah. you know... Oh, I, I know, mean, but I'm just saying our tone is that of, like, how is Disney doing this? The why would they do this? And I'm saying yeah. it's a strategy that, yeah. for them, is working. I don't defend it, yeah. but I'm saying that that's what they're doing for this yeah. reason, and that's why. But one They're thing set that, up and they lay down their trap card. I get it. But, yes, well, exactly. But one, <laughs> well, one thing that is kind of giving me solace in that is the fact that they're finally being held accountable for it. You oh, know? yeah. Like, mm. like, like this Mulan thing, every day we are getting new information about what went on here and what's mm. in it and what the contents are. And then the movie's been torn apart as well. So it's like, well... yeah. At least we're yeah. all having a good old time. But yeah. I think I think this is probably like people are speaking with their feet on this one because, yeah. like, outside of you know a, a cluster of like kind of family units, 
people on their own are not spending thirty quid to watch this movie. No, yeah. more, like why big, would you? bigger than that, Kev. Most family units can't spend thirty quid, yeah. particularly in a like, time when there's a recession and people yeah. aren't working. Well, like, bear in mind, this is on Disney Plus, so if you have that already, that's yeah, people like clicking that, on it like that way. But think yeah. about it, Disney Plus is already a subscription service in itself. Yeah. What, what they should have done is if they wanted to win goodwill, just give it up. Like, say, hey, look, we have this. They should have done what they did with Artemis, Artemis Fowl. I thought, have, is that they not? I assumed it was up there for free. It no, is. no, did you not? Okay, no, oh, it. forget this nonsense then. Oh. Wait, what, Art, you have to pay for that movie's <laughs> no, terrible no. too. No, 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 I thought that it, that Mulan went on Disney Plus for free. No, I, no, I, oh, on, top I, your, on top of your $6.99 subscription, you, you have, have to pay, pay 30 euros. Yeah. 30 euros, or no, it's 27, okay. if, to be, to be, uh, to be correct. Yeah. Okay. If, we're, if we're gonna 20... be, if we're gonna be negative, Pardon we have to be accurate. If I, if I, if my internet goes slow, it's because I'm literally turning on my TV to check Disney Plus to see if this is the way it is. <laughs> well, like, there will be a tag on Mulan that says limited access, and yeah. it will cost you 27 euro. I wouldn't pay to see that much to see it in cinemas. But th- in this fact, is I wouldn't why... pay to see it in cinemas, but I wouldn't pay that much. But Keen, this is why it's the most heavily like Pirated illegally movie, downloaded yeah. movie of the uh, of last week. Okay. It's the, all the, coming together. Yeah. Like it you know, again, it's just it, like it's flagrant money grubbing on their part from trying to grab stuff from uh from consumers. But it's also like I mean, as Dara was saying, it's everything else that's in it too, just makes it much more controversial on a just less level. appealing to actually go to if I yeah. if, you, if you were considering so, it. So ladies and gentlemen, download it three times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and and you notice I didn't say for edu- theoretically for educational purposes. Yeah, this that you are endorsing pirating this one. I actually do, yeah, because no. you know just need to be sent to this. this oh my god, you are right. Get premiere access stream exclusively for twenty one ninety nine with yeah. a Disney Plus subscription. Oh, so they knock a fiver off can those say, generous saints. Can I just say yeah. one thing? I'm not going to download it because I don't care enough. No. So I'm just like, no, I'm not going to bother with my arse. But if you do want to watch it, yeah, there's ways and means. Use yeah. Google. When are you just going to cut to the chase and just do a YouTube tutorial on how to do this, Tara? Oh, I don't know how to do it. Of course. <laughs> oh, I don't know how to do this stuff. <laughs> Dara is just a scholar. He's read exactly. that that is theoretically possible. Paris, the thought. He doesn't know how to do this thing that's incredibly easy to do, and a lot of YouTube tutorials already exist for. Absolutely. Yes, Absolutely. you know. For, and they they all use different programs as well, which is also very educational. You know, absolutely. Um, it's also recommended to use a VPN, which is uh, installed in the Brave Browser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah which yes, is exactly. It's down below in the link. Yeah. Um, and okay. you can use that VPN not theoretically. You can actually use it in practice. Absolutely. So, absolutely, we are an educational resource for everybody. Yes, that's what we are. Um, oh yeah, we're definitely an educational resource <laughs> yeah. on Star Wars. Right. Well, guys, I think that's going to do it for this week. Yes. So, uh, yeah. we, we have we have really kind of went for it. I wasn't even going to join the show this week because I was just came from doing another one. So uh, I'm glad I got to pop on and yeah. add a bit of controversy, which is always good. Oh, yeah. you did. You made up for lost time in a big way. I yeah. try. I try. What can I say? Um, but yeah, so I will say, guys, we're going to change uh, the rewind 
day. So keep an eye on your social media for that. That's where we're taping tomorrow. So when you're watching this, it'll be done. And then, yeah, there's like loads of other shows coming. Bryn, your show's coming soon. You did it this week, so I haven't actually yeah, like... it's done. Yeah, it's so finished. That's, it's... So that, when is that going out or when do you want it to go out? That's going out whenever there's a, there's a slot to, for it to go out on. Absolutely. When it's going so, out. So, so watch the social media for that because that's going to yes. go up as well. Uh, soon. Soon. Coming, yeah. coming attractions. Yeah. Uh, Kev, your show went out this week as well. My show went out, yeah. The, the latest episode of Anime Crash Course is up. Me and Kian try our best to just unravel Steins Gate. And I mean, I think you can see, you can feel me unraveling on that recording. <laughs> and that's entertainment. Underline so, that try. Try. It, it, was, yeah, it was a blast. Uh, Steins Gate's a real good show. You should listen to the podcast. Well, so here's, uh, well, here's the thing with that, right? I actually messed up, and because you guys did that podcast, I was like, oh, there's no Game Corner. And then Kane was like, where's the Game Corner? I'm like, what, there was two shows? <laughs> so I had to put that up, so that went up as well. So many shows. shows. with me and Kane. Yeah. See, I thought that was because I was getting lots of, like, I kept opening the phone, and there was, like, 99 messages from everyone. So I just thought you were busy adopting dogs and shooting photos of Katie and Demon and all this kind of stuff. Disc. <laughs> <laughs> disc edition of The Sims. Lisa. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. When you buy it, yeah, I was really puzzled by that too. So yeah, Lisa bought a disc. Like, I didn't even think people had disc trays anymore. I didn't but... think they made disc games anymore. Yeah, they do, apparently. So there you go. But yeah, so that's why it was like going up this week. But it, everything is up now. Um, the Rewind, obviously, has been changed to Thursdays, I think. We'll let you know up on the social media or when we do the show. But we haven't done it yet. And uh, yeah, subscribe below because we need them likes and click the bell and all that good stuff. So we keep We're going. We're so close to if we don't get them. We're so we close to a certain milestone of subscribers. Go be yeah. part of the dream. Exactly, exactly. The dream share, cast. share, share. Profit, dream. profit, profit. <laughs> and, then, and then give us money so we can buy more dreamcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would like to underline the we in that sentence. <laughs> Spelled for anyone doing a transcript of this. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, well, that's everything I have for this week, guys. So uh, let's wrap it up. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, uh, is there anything? Like, I don't have. I've, I've got my uh, the first episode of my show coming up. I think we've gone through every episode, everything that is coming up on it. Is there anything else anyone wants to plug aside from our wonderful sponsor? That is the Brave Browser. Woo! Uh, I'll take a plug. Uh, yeah, as Dara mentioned, the newest game corner from last Friday is went up yesterday. So that'll be this week's episode. We talk about, me and Kev talk about Fire Emblem Three Houses. Cast of 60-odd characters and four potential plots. It's not quite Steinsgate level of dismantling, but it's great fun. And uh, if you haven't checked it out, um, obviously check out Straight Outta Canto. And uh, Katie Riley's doing some wonderful work on her doing it for the exposure, really standing up for artists under pressure uh, from the way things are at the moment. So definitely give them some love if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. Give artists money. Yes. I, that, thank you for just stripping that down to three words. I think that's great. Yeah, that should be a shirt. Give artists money. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. As long as they don't work for Disney. Don't. Well, yeah. You can, yeah, exactly. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for this week then. Um, we'll see you awesome. next week. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production. 